Hello, this is Dan Elliott. I'm the athletic director at Mount St. Joseph Academy. This is Adam Greenlees, coach of Fairhaven Union High School Baseball. This is Abby Bennett, softball coach at Proctor High School. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Inside, Inside Pitch. Play ball! Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Hello, this is Adam O'Coin, sports editor for the Rowan Herald. Today is Monday, December 23rd. I'm here today with uh, sports writer Tom Haley and our special guest, the former sports editor, Bob Fredette. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, just some of our early impressions of the season. At this point, we're two weeks into the season, so um, a lot. most teams have played by now, so um, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get rolling here. Um, Bob, so you saw, I know you saw the um, a really big game uh, last week, the Rutland uh, boys against Fairhaven boys. You want to talk a little bit about that game? Obviously, a battle of two of the better teams uh, in, our, in our county. No, I really don't feel like it. <laughs> Actually, it was a good it was a good game, and the thing about it is, is that Fairhaven finally got to a place where uh, they had a lot more coming back than Rutland, and I I know that Rutland did not want to lose this basketball game. You never want to lose to a uh, a rival for one thing, and a team that is in another division, but. Um, Fairhaven got out to 10 points, and, and Rutland came back and made a game of it. So it was, I think it was a game that, that both teams grew. Uh, Fairhaven for its confidence, and Rutland just to know that they needed to start playing together a little bit better, and, and they took that to another step in the game that you saw them play against Essex, mm-hmm. um, coming down the stretch and winning a big game. But uh, I think, you know, I, I look at guys who, who I, I want to look at what's going to happen for the long term. On Rutland's side, it's Noah Depoy. Uh, he needs to play inside a little bit more, I think, because he's a fairly big guy, and at least in the scheme of Rutland's uh, makeup this year, he's about he goes about six one, but he's got some talent. He can play inside. Uh, he seems to have a little bit of polish to him already, and he's worked his way into the starting rotation. And I think Noah Depoy is going to wind up being a big asset to, to complement some of the stronger guard play that Rutland has. I'm sure that you saw mm-hmm. him play well on Saturday as well, uh, down at North South here. So. Uh, I was impressed with him, and the, but the kid I've been more impressed with, and I think a lot of people are going to be saying this by the time the season is over with, is Sawyer Ramey, the freshman from, from Fairhaven, who uh, now, that, now that he's starting, uh, I can tell you that Bob, Bob Prenimos wasn't going to start him for a couple of games just because he didn't want to hear the crap from parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're always going to get that. But I, I think that once you just watch this kid on the floor, uh, you you just shake your head and say, yeah, he deserves to be there. Um, he, he, he passes well. He can shoot the three. He gets inside. Uh, he, kid's got eyes in the back of his head. He's got a very, very high basketball IQ, and you can't understate that. The kid just knows what's going on. And, and his father says he's got a great baseball IQ too. So I thought that this summer uh, when he played for the Lakes Region, uh, American Legion baseball team, I said, Wow. Uh, mentally, uh, baseball IQ-wise, this kid is way ahead of his years. Well, he's going to be fun to watch, you know, and he will be starting. And, and that's that's a very good basketball team this year, Fairhaven is. They've got a lot of pieces that work together well. They play nothing like a Bob Prenovo's team from 10 years ago. Uh, they play even faster than his team from last year. They just go up and down the floor. they got a lot of confidence. Uh, I don't know where they're going to shake out as far as, uh, you know, my first power rank is concerned, but they'll be up in the top 10 for certain. Uh, they're a very, 
very good-looking basketball team, and Ramey is one of the guys who makes them go. And and the the, the fun thing about it is that you know, although he did score uh, quite a bit, they put a triangle and two on him in the second half, and uh, he just went and did other things. And him and his his brother Aubrey, they don't really care whether they score. Uh, they do things to make the basketball team better. And Fairhaven's got a lot of guys who can put it in the basket. They don't need those two guys to go out and and take 15 shots a game. So they'll be an awful lot of fun to watch. And watch his kid, Aubrey Ramey, he'll be, or uh, um, Sawyer Ramey, he'll be a, a lot of fun to watch this year. It seems like they have a ton of balance, too, between uh, between Gannon down low and uh, uh, and, and their guard their guard play. I mean, there's so much depth in that team, it seems like, you know, they can kind of beat you in, in many different ways. Yeah, well, well Gannon, when he went in and went out, I don't think he had more than, like, six touches the entire game yeah. to get the ball to him. Although he's got a nice little drop step and a little fall away if he needs it and can go inside against, you know, guys his size. He's been starting since he was a sophomore. His first game as a sophomore, he had two free throws to beat MSJ. So, you know, the kid's got the attitude for it, and he's got confidence. And in the locker room afterward, I peeked in. I came in a little bit early, and uh, I I just quickly ducked back out. But the coaches dragged me and said, it's okay. You know, and Joey Gannon was talking to the rest of the team about how we've got a long ways to go, but and the best stuff we have is yet to come. And that'll be fun to watch as they develop. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, you want to talk a little bit about what you've seen this week? I mean, You've seen some uh, some good teams play, play as well. Well, Adam, you and I were both uh, down at College of St. Joseph for two huge Rutland victories uh, over Essex. Uh, I thought that was just a super day for the Raiders to, to sweep Essex. And the girls' game, the thing I kept thinking of for years and years, we've come to think of, of Coach Nate Malomo's Rutland girls teams is playing this great, great defense and, and notoriously struggling on the offense, offensive end. And I just thought the offense was tremendous. The way they ran the floor, the way that Kendra Sabaka broke the press and distributed the ball, the way they got it into uh, Micaiah Hendrickson and Riley Burgess. I thought the offense was sensational. I was a little <laughs> that defense we've come to love, and I thought they gave Essex way too many easy layups. They didn't yeah. seal. They didn't seal it off. So if we get the defense to be where the customary Nate Malomo defense has been every year, to go with this new energetic, jazzed-up offense, we've really got something. So I, I, I love what's maybe ahead for the Rutland girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, at least offensively, that was that had to be a huge confidence booster for, for the girls. I mean, before. Yeah, and to think that yeah. they were down by four entering the fourth quarter. And this is not, you know, this is not some chump team. This Essex's pretty good. Yeah. They're down by four entering the last eight minutes and found a way to pull it out and pull it out going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, heading into that game, they, they hadn't scored 30 points in a game yet. I mean, both right. the first time they – I can CVU – obviously CVU is an amazing team, and they're going to beat a lot of teams this year. But they I mean, they only had 25 points in that game, and then in the, the game against Rice, they only had 28 points. So, I mean, they more than – they doubled that just by – in right. that, that one game alone. I mean, it seemed – yeah, it seemed like they, they were starting to hit the shots they needed to hit – they were hitting the the easy shots that had to been uh, that they were missing in those first two games. 
Um, I know in the in the race game they missed a lot of a lot of free uh, free shots down low. You know, I mean, what you got to hit your your free throws. Nate was saying in that after that first game, and you know they and they were doing that. They were hitting their um, their layups and all the the, the things you got to hit to be able to make sure that. Um, to make sure you're in a, in a good position to win the game, and I, I think they obviously did that in that game, is and uh, and were able to kind of put it together. But yeah, you're right. If they can put it together on both ends, I mean, I th- I kind of think that the SVL is is pretty wide open for a team to kind of take advantage, at least at the D1 the SVL, level. SVL, maybe it is wide open, but that was kind of disturbing that first game, the one before my game. Oh, the Mount Anthony scoring was at five. Yeah, uh, five points total in the whole game. Larry Andrews, Mount Anthony Patriots, a varsity basketball team, scoring five points. And I know CVU is CVU. But a varsity basketball team should find a way to reach double figures. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. They must have been terrified playing that CVU team to score oh. five points. That's that's just something. That's amazing. That's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, I mean, Mount Anthony's a little bit down this year, I would say. But, I mean, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, but, I mean, we'll see where they are once uh, once um, league play comes around. Right. Uh, I'm not really sure where they'll be at that point. But, I mean, well, yeah, that, that, they, they that's do, the whole idea, yeah, though. Yeah, they do have some, some talent there that they can work off of. And, um, I, obviously, Larry's just getting – used to the D1 level at this point, coaching at that level. It's obviously a little bit different than coaching at D4. Right. Um, but, yeah, then uh, my game on uh, Saturday that I was covering, uh, you, you had kind of mentioned it a little bit, Bob, uh, Essex versus Rowland boys. That was that was a huge win for the Rowland boys. They really needed to win that game um, after dropping their first two games. Um, down the stretch, Evan Pockett stepped up in a huge way. I think on a team like that, you need your guy with – who has the experience playing those big games to kind of step up. And he did that late in that game. He hit a shot to tie the game, and then he knocked down a few free throws at the end to to ice the win for them. That's huge. I mean, they're going to kind of need him to be their leader, I think, this year with a lot of guys who are a little bit inexperienced in those big pressure games. And um, Rowan needed that win, they were able to pull it out. If they can avoid having him having to score 20 points a game. Yeah. I think they'll be in a pretty good position. Because the one thing that you that, that we've seen, I'm sure you saw it on Saturday, they work hard on defense, they run the floor, and he uses a lot of people if he can. And that will be developing also his bench. There's a couple of guys on his bench from JV last year I felt certain last year would be out there, and they haven't made an appearance yet. So he's still working people into a rotation here. Uh, a lot of kids are learning things that they have not seen before, and when they start – playing and stop thinking about what they've got to do, they'll be in a better position. But Paquette is a guy, yes, he's absolutely has to have a good year, but um, they should make it so he doesn't have to have a great year, I think. I agree with that for sure. Um, Tom, I know yeah, you were also at the game that I was covering uh, last week on the the Proctor the Proctor boys versus West Rowland. Obviously, that, that one came right down to the wire. Well, what was kind of your thoughts on that game? That was a, a very interesting game. Proctor had them at – you know, had a cushion most of the game. And then West Rowland, I believe, uh, actually took the lead. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah uh, near, near the end of the fourth quarter. And uh, Proctor, I, I think your story said it all. Proctor had to make, make some pressure free throws, and they did it. Uh, 
West Rutland definitely has the size. Uh, they have some size. Uh, Proctor has um, a lot of good shooters, and they run the floor well. And the thing that stuck out to me about that game is Joe Valerio scored very little. Yeah. Very little. I, you covered the game. I don't know what yep. the point total was. I bet he didn't have five. No, it was uh, – and, and, yeah, and he was yeah. valuable. Yeah. I mean, he's one – he's a glue out there. Because, uh, you know, I mean, they're kids, and we saw it in Proctor's previous game. They really lost their composure and became unglued um, in, in a loss before that. And I thought on this day they grew up. They did a much better job of holding it together. They kept their composure. Uh, Solomon Parker had a couple of free throws taken away for him. They called him going over the line. I thought they were both uh, debatable, but but maybe he did. And 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 they took away the, the free throws he, that he made, and he still had the the mental makeup to go to step up and and make the free throws after that that he had to make. So I thought uh, I thought it was a good game. It, it was a close game like we thought it would be. Uh, I think um, round two will be might, might be a very telling game. And uh, I think those two teams are going to be there. I know, I know the, we haven't done our power rankings yet. We've got our initial power rankings coming up soon. Uh, Bob mentioned that he was surprised in the first – uh, Vermont Basketball Coaches Association rankings, they have their own rankings, that West Rutland wasn't in the top five. Uh, Proctor was number two mm-hmm. in Danville, which I think is probably a, a a prudent choice, was number one. I think D4 is going to be very interesting this year. I think there's a lot of teams. When, when Jake Eaton, the Proctor coach, says seven, seven teams that can win it all, he he might be on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of talent um, up up and down that that division. I mean, even one we didn't even talk about there, Pulteney, right, has looked has looked really good early in the season. And, um, especially with with as Levi Allen is back into the fold now and is really starting to have um, some success out there. Him and the him the combination of him and Heath and uh, Heath Mason down low, along with a couple other really good complementary pieces, they could be a dangerous team for. Um, for anybody, they can definitely score the ball. And defensively, they're they're pretty uh, pretty tough as well. So yeah, I think D four is gonna be really tough for um, probably on both sides. But I mean, de- definitely on the boys' side for sure. You're right, Le- Levi Levi Allen missed a year of basketball, so you had to figure the first couple games. You know, he's he's gonna contribute, but he's not maybe gonna be Levi Allen. And then the game you saw him. Yeah, he was Levi Allen, so that was that had to be good to see if you're a Pulteney fan. 100. percent Yeah, um, yeah, I think they're a really dangerous team, um, and I mean we'll see. I mean they have, they have a tough test coming up uh, this week on on Thursday in the in the Whitehall tournament against uh, against Fairhaven. Fairhaven's obviously had a lot of success for the against them in the past, just being that they're you know a D2 school against a D4 school, and but I mean. I think that you know they have the talent to you know at least keep that game very competitive. Yeah, for um, a while I think. Yeah. yeah, I would expect Fairhaven to, to take over eventually, yeah. but but this is a good Pulteney team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it is a good Pulteney team, and it's a good West Rutland team. It's a good Proctor team. Yep. But when you look at all three of these teams, they although they have 
a fair amount of veteran leadership. They're all, all missing people. They all graduated people that are, were really key to what they did last year. And it's going to take some time. Chemistry is, is so important. Right. When you really have somebody else in the mix, it just really changes things. So it's going to take people a while to kind of get used to what their, you know, what their new look is. And Polney was all in, what, they're, they're two and two now. They got off, right. they lost their first game. But uh, that, that uh, team in South Royalton looks like it's going to be really good, by the way. Oh, right. Uh, but um, these are all teams. Proctor had a rough start. Uh, yep. the, you know, and Westerland has not won a game yet. And they're playing another team that's, well, Green Mountain is one and two. Yeah. We suspected they'd do a lot of things in Division Three, and they may well do that. But they're another team that had a few changes from last year, all teams that are looking to kind of get a chemistry going. And in this case, we usually talk about, we usually bemoan the fact that teams play so many games in December and have these big gaps in their schedule uh, come January, February. I think for those teams, the more games in December, the better uh, right. as they get their right. act together. Right. So... Right. One thing that Chris Brown said to me, he's the Twin Valley coach after playing Pulteney, was uh, in, in beating Pulteney, was um, his kids made the comment after the game how much easier or more manageable it was playing one Pulteney big instead of two Pulteney bigs, as was the case last year. Levi Haviland is like, what, 6'5", mm -hmm. taking his yeah. game to Northern Vermont University, Linden. So that leaves Heath Mason himself. So if they can find another post player to compliment him, it's going to, uh, you know, it's going to make it that much tougher for the opponent. Well, I think Ryan Alt may eventually be that Yeah, person. I'm wondering, I mean, yeah. He's, he's pretty big. He's not, yes. he's not as tall as as the kids they graduated, but right. he's he takes up a lot of space. Yes, he does. And he's a good yeah. athlete, you know. Yep. I mean, the kids, he's a catcher, you know, yes. and he's he catcher pitcher, yeah, catcher pitcher, you know. Yep. He's he's got some moves, you know. He's got some field agility. goal kicker. Yeah, I think that uh, he could wind up being a big factor, but that's going to be it's one of those other things. It's going to take some time to kind of get him into the mix and right. and get a chemistry built around these players. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I like what I love about Vermont. Everybody's a family. Everybody's related. You're talking about the coach Bob Predavos, of course. Aubrey and, and Sawyer Ramey are his uh, grandsons, and Ryan Alt is Pony baseball coach Dan Williams' grandson, and on and on it goes. It's everywhere. I like, I love that. Yeah. You gotta love Vermont. <laughs> you gotta love Vermont. Yeah, yeah. It's got that small. Everything. Yep. Everywhere's got that small town vibe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that'll that'll wrap it up for us today. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how all these teams develop as we as we hit the new year um, coming up here. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap it up for us today. Um, for Bob Fredette, uh, Tom Haley, I'm Adam McCoyne. Um, we'll be off next week for the for the New Year's, but we'll be back on the week of January sixth. We hope to see you there. Be here with Great Vision 2020. I so hoped you weren't going to say that, but okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Bob Fredette, and you're listening to The Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together.